0: Welcome to the car, sim and race driver show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst, in the course, my very special guest, basic ollie, rascal, rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast. And try not to crash. Hello there. It looks hello. like the sound has try gone pass. a bit. <laughs> no, <to> <laughs> I've never had the video do that before, but it looks like we've finally caught up with the sound. But uh, hello there. Oh, hello. oh, I know How what's happened. Gone. I know what's happened. Give me two wee seconds. That's it. I've got my. That's what it was. I had YouTube on as well. Sorry about that. Welcome, everyone, to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. With me, Hugh Hattrick, and I have a very, very special guest all the way from Scotland as well. It is Wombo Leader Stuart. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a bit nervous.
1: I think this is maybe the first time I've been interviewed and in, not for a job oh, in my well. life. So
0: <laughs> don't worry, we don't fire people on this show. We're always, <laughs> we're always, we're always very easygoing. We'll see, we'll see how it goes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you on the show. And, uh, of course, with it being the Car, Sim and Race Driver Show, we're always looking to find out about your sim racing history and things like that, and also your passion for motorsport. And in the pre-build-up show um, that we were doing earlier on, we've got a great connection there with Formula 1, so I'm sure it will bring a good bit of that into the show as well. Now, from racing and all these things, where did your kind of kind of love for playing racing games begin?
1: Well, I suppose as you just
0: mentioned there, I'm a
1: big Formula 1 fan. Well, was a big Formula 1 fan. Not so much these days. Uh, And so, and I like computer games as well. So naturally, uh, I like playing racing games. Uh, I remember way back in my Amiga 500 days, playing uh, Jeff Crammins' Make Grand Prix. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: So that's probably my first series racing game I remember playing. Uh, And then... Digital PlayStation, I think, came out also with a Formula One game, uh, launched with a Formula One game. I think that was based on the '95 season. Uh, oh, I remember being blown away by that, absolutely blown away by that because Buddy Walker did the commentary and that's right, yeah, uh, had yeah, graphics, you know. So it was like watching it was like watching the TV on your screen, it was like playing an actual
0: real oh, Formula it One. Uh, he had some good quotes on that as well. I, remember, oh, I, did, yeah. I think if somebody crashed, if you crashed in the game. And he said, Oh, he hit the wall with a terrible thump. You know, like, so, <laughs> you know, like, I think the worrying thing
1: is, like, I think the commentary was better in that game than it is in some of the modern Formula One yeah. games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't have kind of interactive commentary now, as mm-hmm. they used to have, don't they? Because I always remember when it was uh, Murray and Martin, they would they would have a lot more things happening, which was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, was, we, I don't know. I,
1: did Martin Brundle do the commentary in that one as well? Maybe he did. Oh, yeah. maybe it
0: was him, or is Yeah, I can't remember. but You might be, um, be,
1: right. You might be right. I think he was think really still started, driving then.
0: <laughs> I, I suppose yeah, if that was late nineties, he just finished. Yeah. Um, but no, they definitely had a lot more going on, and if you crashed, you always got a terrible review. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> but, uh, and I think another other was money. Would say, I do hope he's all right. You know, yes, <laughs> when, happens, yeah. when you're <laughs> climbing out the car. Um. But uh, but no, it's it's great. So you started playing racing games, and then how did it go on from there? Uh, well.
1: But uh, first Grand Turismo, I can't remember what year that came out. Was it ninety-seven or ninety-eight? Uh, so I remember playing that and being oh, blown yeah. away by that as well. Absolutely, because that was quite revolutionary, I think, for a racing game, certainly on console. Uh, Grand Turismo with the amount of tracks, cars, and the customization. Yeah. Uh, so I played all the Grand Turismos right through the PlayStation Two unit as well, and uh, I guess the sort of first or the next big step was maybe. For around about 2010, I got my first wheel,
0: uh-huh. uh, well, that was,
1: and that was that was in response. That was another Formula One game, fully enough. That was the first Codemasters Formula One game, F1 yeah. 2010. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's what I, I played. That played it on the pad and thought, I'm going to get a wheel, uh, uh-huh. see what it's like. So it was a it was the best 80 pound I've ever spent. It was a Logitech Digiforce GT. Oh wow.
0: Uh,
1: it was eighty pounds. Honestly, the best eighty pounds I've ever spent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and did you get yourself? Of... Sorry,
0: did, did you get yourself some kind of seat to go with
1: it, or did it? Uh, no, to... no. Put it. Was, uh, clamped to a desk. Brilliant, and uh, you know it was one of the day ones you clamp it to a desk, and then you realize your seat moves about. So you just uh. you get invent <laughs> you get inventive. So you do you find ways to keep everything still and yeah. Uh, so you're not moving about, and I remember getting bricks and stuff and putting them on a chair, so the chair would stop <laughs> moving about.
0: Yeah,
1: <and laughs> uh, I, f- I think everyone's been there with wheels at some point. If the you kind of you buy a wheel and you realise you've got nowhere to set it up, so you have to get inventive. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and of course now you, you play a lot on GT Sport. I do, um, yeah. So that, I take it you got all the GT Sport games as they kind of came through as well. Yeah, I played from the, I played one to five.
1: Uh, Played a lot of five as well uh, online. That was probably my first online racing experience. Was playing the uh, Gran Turismo Five on uh, uh-huh. and just in lobbies, just uh-huh. uh, to play with a really good bunch of guys and all that. Just uh, to start uh, proper races, it was quite, it was good fun but serious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I played uh-huh. a lot of that. Uh, so that was a uh, yeah. That was I never played six though. Aye, yeah. I did. I think I did
0: get um, uh, Gran Turismo Six. And it was quite good. You had quite a good career mode and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but then when, it, when GT Sport came, it kind of really revolutionised everything, didn't it? It was kind of took the, 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 the multiplayer onto a kind of new level. And okay. how did you find when you, when you started that? Did that kind of you make decide that you wanted to go a bit further and, and eventually start to start a YouTube channel? Well, well,
1: I actually had a bit of a lull in sort of playing driving games between sort of GT5 and GT Sport. Probably never played a driving game properly or on a wheel or anything for about five years. Oh, wow. uh, so sort my of life got in the way. I had a, a kid, and I uh, sort of ran out of space. Didn't have anybody to put the wheel on stuff. And uh, around about 2018, I got this itch just to play a racing game. And the yeah. only one I had was Forza Forza 7 on the Xbox. So I played that on the pad. I thought I'm quite enjoying this. Yeah. And then I must have watched somebody online playing GT Sport and thought that looks really good. That looks like you know I like the the layout of that. I like the way it's sort of all online and it's all based on your ability and your sportsmanship rate and stuff. So yeah, uh, I went out and bought a G29 and a seat and a copy of Grand Turismo Sport and two years uh-huh. later, here I am still so playing it. <laughs> That's
0: fantastic, isn't it? I think the G29 seems to be a very popular choice. Yes, um, yes. I've my a, lot, a
1: lot of love for the G29, a lot of love for it. Yeah,
0: it seems to be quite reliable and quite a good machine and it gives you a decent experience. And Absolutely, I think that, yeah. Uh, because I found out, as well, using the pads, you just struggled either with tyre wear on some of the races mm-hmm. or you just couldn't quite get the kind of the speed that you, that you needed. And as soon as you get on the wheel, it might take you a few days to adjust, but immediately you're quicker because you can just go around the corners better and things yeah. like that. that um, so how did you find it when you got GT Sport and then you got set up with your rig, um, how did your driving kind of change? What was the, the difference that it made to your driving? Uh,
1: well, it felt very comfortable. It felt very natural. Haven't had played a GT or a Grand Turismo game for five years, and uh, I got everything set up, and it felt just natural. It just uh, I felt quite comfortable straight away. Uh, played the game,
0: so ah. uh, yeah, I was able to get up to speed quite quickly and sort of progress through the ranks quite quickly. And how do you find? Do you have a kind of favourite car and and race combination um, that you like to play? Uh, probably
1: Group Three. Pretty much like everybody else, and uh, I love the Jaguar in Group Three. Absolutely oh, right. love the Jaguar. Yeah. It's a nice engine, nice sound. Yes, it's. I, uh, so. I, I, I really do think it's a, a severely underrated car in the class. It's uh, nobody seems to have a very good opinion of it, but. Uh, I,
0: I, well, I think it did it got adjusted recently in the BOP changes that they made. I wonder
1: I if. Think, not, or I think the that. Jag. I don't think the Jaguar get changed
0: at all. No. Yeah. I mean, it's quite yeah. fast, but it's not. It's, it feels a bit heavier than some other cars. I know
1: they were saying yeah. that at Bathurst, wasn't it last week, that the yeah. Corvettes a bit more agile. But the well, Jaguar. Was, yeah, that was the thing. I was I was racing at Bathurst in the Jaguar, then thought, I'll jump into the because That's what everybody's doing. I'll see if I'm quicker than that. And uh, after one race, I was like, I wish I was back in the Jaguar. Here. <laughs> so really? I thing, think I think a lot of people get caught out just with the cars on the leaderboards sometimes, and just think that's what yeah. makes the best car and. You know, it's not necessarily be the best car for you. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So do you have a particular kind of goal every year to try and um, go on to a particular level or like do like you do FIA and things like that or do you just, just have a go when you want to? Uh,
1: well, I've, I've got two accounts. I like to keep them at A+. Plus, uh, and Fantastic. my work means I can't really kind of properly get into an FIA season at the moment. So if I do do the FIA season I try top 10 for my manufacturer. In yeah. the top thirty for the nations. Well, not that, not top thirty overall. So top thirty in the UK.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I mean, to get to A plus, you've got to be really, really very, very good indeed. Um, how, how? What? has it taken to get you there? Um, because you know you've not been playing that long, so you must be pretty fast. What's your secret for getting to the to the A plus level?
1: Well, I, I think you, I carried a lot of my experience over from playing Gran Turismo back in GT5 days. Uh Uh, So as soon as I started playing GT Sport, it felt very natural. It didn't feel, you know, that different. Uh, And the secret to getting to A+, for me, is just to be consistent. Uh, And just, you know, instead I try to get fifth place and risking a penalty and spinning out. 6th and seventh place will do just fine. If you want to keep building your DR up, then yeah. it's just about constantly having kind of reasonable results rather than just the odd good result and two bad yeah. results. I yeah. try to avoid penalties
0: as well, mm-hmm. okay, isn't it? You can get a good, so, even if it's a lower position, but but you finish and you finish well. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. that makes a big and difference.
1: So if you you could just jump on if you play five races and you finish in the top eight and all five of them, you'll get you'll build your DR up DR up doing that rather than yeah. winning one and Come Aye, last and free, and then maybe finishing tenth. Ah. You know, uh, yeah, it's yeah just that's what I've found anyway. And playing so late some... at night, playing late at night helps as well. <laughs>
0: Aye, that's it. When it's when I get you get some good races. Certainly mm. now, and um, we've got some good comments here. Drew Griffin has said his secret is that he's Scottish, so uh, maybe <laughs>
1: <that's correct. laughs> scare scare people out of the way. Aye. <laughs> I do have an good...
0: I do have an Iron Brew livery in a couple of my cars, so you know I do let them know I'm Scottish. <laughs> oh, that's quite good. Yeah, that's definitely a way to go, isn't it? That's that's the thing. And um and they now they one of my co has said, "What does Mister Leader drive? Um, is it something we will drive? Oh, in real life? In real
1: life, yeah. Oh, I know I drive a a 1.6 liter diesel Renault Megane.
0: Oh, well, I think <laughs> there's have some French flair with that, though. It's,
1: it's, yeah, well, that? no, there's, there's no much flair to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've also got a thing saying, there's a political mind living in Glasgow and his Grand Theft Auto his favourite driving game? <laughs> 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 but uh, but no, because that was the thing. Uh, of course, when they used to do a Grand Theft Auto, they used to have great Scottish accents in it. There were some of those... Uh, you know what, I,
1: have, I haven't played a Grand Theft Auto since the original one, which is the top-down view. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. it's not—it's not my game. It's not my type <laughs> of game at all.
0: Uh, that's no, that's 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 fine. But um, but now they've also asked, "What is your normal name?" And it's Stuart. Stuart this. is your normal normal name. So good, to everyone, name. <laughs> to everyone who's watching this now, let's get your questions ready, and we'll fire them along at Stuart. Now, what's been your kind of most successful combinations and and races that you've had?
1: when you've been doing the kind of online racing? Is there anything that particularly comes to mind as a favourite? Uh, Putting me on the spot there, I'll have to try and think. I tend to do quite well in the Group 2 cars. Uh, no matter what circuit it is. I just seem to always be quite strong in them. Uh, and Group 1 as well, I'm quite strong in Group 1. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I'm stronger, I can kind of compete at this, uh, uh, the higher level in those cars more than Group 3 and Group 4 and I don't know why that is, I really don't.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, because the group two and group one are much faster. So everything comes at you a lot quicker. So you've got to be ready to to do, you know, to kind of I suppose to cope with all of that. But um and do you quite like the cause at the moment they're doing it, I think it's group X, isn't it? It's Suzuka this week in the kind of single seaters. Is that is, yeah. is that a car that you quite like?
1: Yeah, I'm quite good at the super formulas, but I don't like racing them. Uh I think they're they're too twitchy and uh, you know I, you have to give it's very hard for people to race wheel-to-wheel in those cars because they're so fast, the braking zones are so heavy and short as well that uh, it's very hard to race anyway. And the dirt air doesn't help either. So, but I will have a go. I'm doing a, I'm doing a stream tomorrow on it, so we will have a go at them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, we we've, we've had quite a good comment from Nielinski, uh, he's, uh, and he says, that I, I knew this one was coming. He says, is he made of girders? <laughs> from iron brew is it yeah
1: well i should be i've drank enough of it to be made yeah. over <laughs> no,
0: yeah. i'm it, trying
1: it. i'm trying to get bars as a sponsor but they, they keep uh, keep knocking back my requests so yeah you
0: would think they
1: would be right into that wouldn't they always <laughs> adverts and things like that. you think this would yeah. be the best thing for them to get, uh, I, to I, get. Always, I, I always make a point on stream to show about iron brew so i'm doing it i'm doing it unpaid <laughs> at the moment you know
0: I know. I, I, that's what we all are. I think for, for many of us, is <laughs> it that, that's that's the thing. That um, and Nilinsky has also asked, "How many Wombles does it take to change a tire?" Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wombles just drive.
0: I was going to say, good. in fact, how did you You're come good. up with that great name? Because it's a it's a it's a fantastic name, of course. How I, why I, did you decide to choose that one?
1: I thought you might ask me that. So it's uh, it's not that great a story. It was a. Uh, Many, many years ago, uh, I think there was maybe some alcohol involved. And uh, one of my friends happened to, I, I don't know what I did, but he goes, oh, you're just a Wombo. And uh, I said, well, if I'm a Wombo, I would be the Wombo leader. And you be my Wombo. And you would be my Wombo minions. And I, that was pretty much the end of the conversation. And then I, the next day, he texts me just to see if I was uh, alive, I think, after we drank so much uh, alcohol. And he called me Wombo leader. He goes, Wombo leader, come in. And uh, I can only assume not that long after that, I was creating my PSN account and wondering what to call myself. And went, Womble Leader That's that's, that's free.
0: That's that's the original name, I'm sure. (laughs) You know, I'll file that in. (laughs) That's brilliant. No, that's really, really good. Now, we've got some great uh, questions coming in uh, from Gary Gilmore. He said, Do reversed racing tracks interest you? Reverse? You know, so when they do a track that's in reverse you know like um i suppose like when they sometimes do yeah, like, yeah. on gt sport like Maggiore, they sometimes do it in reverse yeah i i, I think
1: yeah, the more tracks the better i'd love to see them do use some of the actual real life tracks and give us reverse versions of the uh, of them i think would be that
0: would be crazy, excellent yeah
1: you know i've tried that i've tried driving some of them in reverse i've tried driving fuji in reverse Hopefully,
0: that's a yeah. uh,
1: very weird uh that 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 last sector Doing it backwards is even worse than it is going forwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how many dive bombs are you going to get doing that? Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's quite a thing. But it's, it's definitely
1: something I've always wondered why they don't give us reverse versions of these tracks. It must be something to do with the licensing. Is all like all the thing I'm going to assume because?
0: Yeah. yeah, because I remember last year they did a, a it was a, a April Fools with Damon Hill and Johnny Herbert. And when they, because of all the mix-ups and all the kind of things going on with the calendar, um, mm-hmm. they said they were going to do Silverstone. Uh, the second race was going to be reverse, the other way around and and uh, and they they were doing it seriously in this video. Right. And then of course it was on the April Fools, um, and this was thing, I think it's too dangerous because obviously you don't have all the, the runoff areas or are, are in reverse. Yeah. And so it kind of work. yeah, but I mean, you can you can understand that in real life they don't have
1: the the same safety, not designed for going backwards, but a computer game.
0: Yeah, I exactly. See, I
1: don't see it, the harm in it.
0: But, yeah, so the game uh, it must cost more time. money.
1: That's the only thing I can think of. It must cost them money to run the track in reverse.
0: <laughs> ah, I know that's the thing. So, talk about them in terms. In terms of you know, that seems to be a big uh, talking point at the moment uh, is the penalties. How are you finding avoiding penalties and dealing with penalties? And has it affected your racing at the moment?
1: With the pay, I, I think I have a slightly different point of view on the penalty system. To maybe some other people who stream. Uh, I try to, I'm a bit more pragmatic about it. I kind of am a bit more accepting all of it. Uh, and what, the, the sort of point of view I look at is I can't fight it. I can't beat it. So I can only change what I do to try and avoid penalties. Yeah. So I kind of learned, what do you get penalties for? Well, if you tap somebody from behind, you get a penalty. So don't tap people from behind. <laughs> it's, it's my <laughs> philosophy, you know, and if it, if I go into situations and races where, for example, last week coming down the mountain in Bathurst, you can't overtake going down the mountain. So there's no point me being one metre ah. behind the guy in front of me. So I'll just yeah. back off a little bit. Uh, so i ah. I give myself a bit more time to react. But yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending the penalty system. It's pretty bad at times. But uh,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I was... I was actually sort of saying to somebody the other day, I don't think I've had a penalty in the last 13 races that I've streamed. So wow, that's uh, cool. so I'm doing something right with it. My, my tactics <laughs> <I> are working.
0: <laughs> I only had one race when I didn't get a penalty. <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> that was a miracle. I'm uh, not envisaging
1: uh, carrying that record on for much longer at Suzuka in the Super Formula cars. <laughs>
0: that, to be fair, that race wasn't quite as bad as some. That race <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, even when you didn't even touch people, if, if anyone spun off and just got in your way, you would get a penalty or anything, you know. Um, but uh, but no, that's the thing. And one of my other co-hosts has said, um, "We need we've got Espen Lonsdale who makes a lot of our libraries uh, for our for our uh, streaming. And he said yeah. we need to make some Scottish libraries. So, for example, an Iron Brew or a Tunnocks or a McSween's Haggis. that's a good. That would be yeah. quite a good one, isn't it? that um i've got one because my other psn is a uh, fat man in the cheap sim
1: and mm-hmm. uh, and i've
0: got it on the audi and i've got a kfc library <laughs> and it's it's very good and then it has on it the kfc library and then it says the reason why i'm a fat man in a cheap sim and it points to KFC. <laughs> <Very good>. so, <laughs> so that's the one That yeah. uh, now gary gilmore has said would you give momos a penalty if he messed with you
1: uh, i've had my moments with momos uh, long be- before I did any YouTube stuff I certainly had my moments with with Momo's uh I was in a race with him round Yamagiva. I think that's how you say it.
0: Oh, and yeah. he
1: uh, was up to his usual nonsense. So he was dive bombing people, blocking people. So I took one for the team and uh killed him. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a five second penalty for it. Uh, but it was and good. then when I, when I served the penalty, <laughs> I ended up behind him again and when I came he waited on me then took me out so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to say Nalinsky but, has come up with a cracker he says Momo's for the next FIA president but uh, no doubt <laughs> you never know you never I know every,
1: he I guess everything would go then wouldn't it you know there'd be no, there'd be no yeah, rules there'd be. if Momo's was president <laughs>
0: that's right all the, all the kind of FIA stewards would be fired yeah, um, he's, but, he's, uh, a,
1: he's an interesting character
0: that's for yeah, sure yeah So what's been some of your highlights then of recent racing on GT Sport? Um, What do you kind of like the most or the the races that that, uh, you've done the best at?
1: The most recent ones? Hard to think. Uh, I quite enjoyed that race, uh, the Group 3 race at Laguna a wee while ago. I like that one. Uh, The uh, the tyre wear was quite severe. I'm quite good on tyre wear, so I was able to generally move forward. Those races would have some good races. Uh, what else have we had as well? Group one at Spa. I actually enjoyed that a lot more than I thought. I would. Yeah, uh, Yeah, that was yeah really I don't cool think I did that there. There. Um, Yeah, that, that that was... But it was quite, but
0: They were quite good cars, though. They're quite fun to drive. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, Spa, it was it, a. It past. was a. When I first seen that combination, I thought, "Oh, and because it was all it was going to be a no stop." I didn't think yeah. much of it, but then racing it actually, it was actually a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah,
0: but yeah. yeah. so the there copies?
1: was a there was a race a wee while ago. It was Group Four at Saint Croix one of the long tracks. Oh yes, yeah, yep. that was that was definitely one of the best combinations in a long time. That was a, really yeah, good a lot try. of people.
0: Say they they quite like the, the Saint Saint Qua, don't they? They say it's yeah. quite, I haven't really taken it. Away, I haven't really done much practice around it to be mm. fair. Uh, but I know a lot of a lot of the big streamers really do like that track, um, and they seem to, to always always like. It. I'm always saying, like, oh no, it's it's a long, it's miles and miles. I quite like yeah. it. The short markets, you know. <laughs>
1: Definitely need to learn it, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. Um, but uh, what's your least favorite combination when you see that one coming up? Uh, you know, you think, Oh, no, I'm gonna avoid that like the plague. No, oh, anything to do with a road car?
1: <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I avoid the road cars like the plague. Uh, with a few exceptions, the Mazda MX5 is quite good, quite like driving that.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I the, 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 the touring car one is quite Yeah,
1: fun. yeah. But it, I think that's more of a race car than a road car, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, actually, you could kind of thrash it a bit more and yeah, it reacts but, quite well overall, isn't it? Which is quite good. But, but I, I'm,
1: I'm just rubbish in the road cars. I really am. Yeah. Uh, so in, see, in, yeah. in comparison to the racing cars. Uh,
0: so when you see a Toyota uh, GT86 uh, yeah. Fuji on race C, <laughs> and with tyre wear times 10 and something, you know, it's, it's like you know, you're going to be doing about three stops it's going to take you about 40 minutes to do it Yeah, but,
1: not not my cup of tea at all
0: <laughs> Now we've got a few people who just recently joined us, we've got Mayday Gaming and also Chris Brown um, and Serarity as well um, has joined us very, uh, recently and uh, Serarity says that he has made a Donald Trump and Matt Hancock library, I'm sure that one would go down well, he'd probably be a Quite a target if you put that on. No doubt you'll give that one to me in a few days' time. We'll <laughs> be doing that one on Monday. Um, and Chris Brown has asked you, um, what do you rate the Norse life out of 10?
1: Well, see, this is where uh, you can get yourself into trouble, isn't it? Because people hold the Norse life very dear to their hearts, so they will not hear a bad word against it.
0: You're a Schumacher uh, fan, you can't say anything against it. know, <laughs> I know. I'm I'm
1: I'm in the middle with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I I like it. I, I like driving it. Uh, I'm I agree with a lot of people that it's not great to race on because it's so narrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. I, it's a fact it's it quite is. fun. It is. it's good fun. Yeah, and I can, I'm pretty confident from driving it in GT Sport. That I could go to the real fine and drive mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think I, I know all the corners. I, you know, I do know it off by heart. So uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Now that's yeah. that's that's the thing. I mean, I think actually, to be fair, it's one of the exceptions that if you get a decent road car at uh, uh, on the Nordschleife, it's not quite so bad because mm-hmm. maybe they're not they, they're, you know they're not quite as fast and and yes, they're yeah, yeah. a, a bit better, isn't it? So you can maybe get bit more of a battle uh, in some of those kind of cars. But, and, uh, um, but it's, uh, it's,
1: it's I think maybe one of the things I'm not a big fan of Nordschleife in the game is that it's it's a weak track for me as well in comparative to you know, those. I see some players that I'm so speed buff who are much faster than me in the life. Uh, I do think a lot of people specialise in the Nord's Life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I find even the even the normal Nurburgring GP circuit is a tough one. It's knowing because mm. on GT Sport you can take so much more curb than you can in anything else. You try the same in a set of Corsa, there's no way they would let you do it. Mm. And yeah. and uh, and it's kind of I find it quite hard to get the curbs right. Um, and it's, it is a, quite a challenge there mm. but um, now we've uh, got a couple of questions regarding um, the new GT7 game um, okay. one is from Drew Griffin as to what tracks you would like to see and Gary Gilmore has asked what are you expecting with GT7 so that kind of covers both Ooh. what would you What would you like to see on GT7 first of all I would like to see uh, I'd like to see a really good single
1: player game in GT7 and also AI to match it so the races are actually worth, you know, there's a bit of challenge in the races. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to see that in GT7. I uh, don't know if my, my phone there saw it. Oh, i uh, A lot of the obvious things for GT7, you know, a day, day, night, weather, wet weather, transition, all that stuff as well would be really good. Uh, and really, I think they could just take GT Sport and plonk it into GT7 as the online section. And change very, very little mm-hmm, uh, about yeah. that, except maybe the penalty system. You know, we've got a lot more processing power with the PS5. I'm pretty sure we can get a yeah, refined, better penalty system. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: no, that's that's the thing. That, um, and in terms uh, of tracks, oh, would you sorry, to um, some of the old tracks as well. Or would you like to see some of the old tracks come back?
1: Oh, no, definitely love to see some of the old tracks come back. Grand Valley Speedway is a must. Uh, Aye, I remember that one with the big. Uh, Apricot Raceway as well. That was uh, one of my favourites.
0: Oh yeah, I think it always seems a bit of a blur. I mean, I remember playing them, but I wouldn't be able to tell you which which one was which. Yeah, I, I think the yeah, Grand yeah. Valley Speedway because that was a really fast one, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was a really short circuit as well, wasn't it? But uh, I love the mountain one, the one that was at the mountain. The yeah, trial road. Mountain. Yeah, Trial Mountain was great. Yeah,
1: well, we know we know back. that's coming back. We do know that one's coming in. Yeah, yeah. no, it's Grand for Gran Ismo. Their kind of backlog of tracks is just incredible. Yeah, the uh-huh. fictional tracks, how they come up with them, I've no idea. Yeah, they should, yeah. What they should do, maybe, is get the guy who's coming up with all the tracks to maybe try and do something with the penalty system,
0: because... <laughs> uh, that would work quite well.
1: The, the track the track designer seems to know what he's doing, or she's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just to quickly go over one or two wee things, I know that Mayday Gaming had asked, um, do you like high downforce cars, like Group 2 and Group 1, uh, which you had kind of agreed on earlier? Yes, I do, yeah. it's like, yeah. those kind of fast cars, um, which is good. And Made Gaming says, I'm the opposite. The less downforce, the better. That, uh, uh, but it's, it's quite a funny, isn't it? Because everyone has a particular type. I would love to see um, kind of low powered single seaters, you know, like mm-hmm. Formula Fords. I think if they could do a Formula Fords series, I think that would be amazing um, on GT Sports. And I, I don't know if there are any plans to do it. Because um, I just think you could have some really good close racing and maybe tracks like Donington Park. And, and obviously, they've not had Silverstone this time. Maybe they'll get, they'll get it the yeah. next time. Uh, but no, some of those kind of tracks would be i think would be quite fun yeah uh, yeah i totally agree anything that's sort of formula ford low-powered single seaters always good fun yeah uh, ah that's the thing and uh, now sorality has said that there's a, a game by mercedes is it mercedes world racing on the pc or maybe that was an older game potentially um but is it mainly gt sport that you play or do you try other games as well uh mostly gt sport
1: i play a little bit of I can't get into a set of course of competition. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Uh, it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, and I started playing iRacing just in the last couple of weeks. And, uh,
0: All right.
1: I'm quite enjoying that. that. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, it's very daunting if you don't know what you're doing, which I don't. Uh, there's, just, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of menus and clicking and trying to find where you're going in the menus and stuff. But once you go onto the track... It doesn't feel a million miles away from GT sport and handling, I don't think.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I ah, because I remember uh, talking to Super GT about that and he said that he wasn't quite so keen on iRacing because he finds that it's you have to be so light with the control. So mm-hmm. well, in real life things are a bit heavier and there's a bit yeah. more s- strength required. Do you find the same with iRacing that you have to be very kind of precise and is it quite a light game to drive?
1: Uh, the braking is very unforgiving. That's the biggest thing I've noticed. Yeah, uh, if you miss your breaking point by five meters in i racing, you're going off. There's no recovery. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh, whereas with GT Sport, you can at least just stamp in the brake and get the car slowed down. With I racing, yeah, it's very, very unforgiving. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah but I, it, think...
1: uh, I don't find it particularly light, though. I've got, I think I've got the force feedback.
0: I'm um, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Here's a good question uh, from Gary Gilmore. He says, "Should we have tire wear and fuel use in practice?"
1: Yes, yeah, there should be an good. option. There should be an option when you go into the qualifying time trial to either do qualifying conditions or race conditions.
0: Yeah,
1: and I believe there was a there was an update many months ago, but it suggested that's what they were going to put in, and uh, uh-huh. it never materialised. It was in the patch notes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. it never happened. Yeah. 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 Well, that, but yeah, I, I think it could be a, a good thing because I think a lot of people go from the qualifying where you've got no tyre wear and no fuel, and then they go into the race conditions and the car's com- not completely different, but a, a wee bit different. And then uh, yeah. that's why you see so much carnage at turn one because people miss their braking points. I
0: still try to, to brake like
1: they're in time trial. Yes, that's the thing. And I know that certainly when you play on a set of
0: corset, you're only really going to watch because you've got cold tyres normally mm. in the first lap. Well, and and, it, and it, everyone goes to stay off the curbs, and I never do, and I always take out people. <laughs> and, and that's why my essay rating is barely on like 58. it's took me about a year to get of get there, but I know to be fair, I don't play it that much. Um, yeah. but uh, but no, it's it's quite funny in the first corner in, in in GT Sport. Now, just uh, very quickly, we've got uh, Mike Rogers racing in the in the chat tonight, mm-hmm. um, and of course, I'll be interviewing Mike tomorrow. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Mike. Um, and in the chat will wish him a happy birthday. Um, but he'll be on the show tomorrow at nine o'clock. And he is, in a of course, a specialist doing oh, some okay. uh, soaring times um, in the time trial and uh, racing on, on ACC. So we we'll look forward to that. And of course, on Friday, we've got Riley Phillips, um, who is a go kart champion uh, and is also a real racing driver and drives in, I think it's the fun, fun sport uh, category. So he'll be on a, a Friday night at nine o'clock. And he's only 18 years of age and he also builds Simrigs. So that will be a lot of fun um, interviewing uh, both Mike tomorrow and then Riley on Friday. But let's get back to Womble Leader and let's see what the questions are. Now, um, Chris Brown has asked, what are your views on Slipstream in qualifying?
1: Uh, same as everybody else's, I wish it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, certainly, the... The FIA, it's a I don't do slipstream qualifying uh, in the FIA, and it's definitely been it's quite a big penalty for me because I just don't think it should be a thing. I can't bring myself to do it, uh, but it's definitely worth time if you get it right. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely either turn it off or make us qualify on our own, yeah,
0: because the slipstream can be pretty powerful, that is, um, it's too,
1: yeah. too strong at
0: the moment, yeah. Yeah, and that can make quite a difference, especially if you're on a, a track with lots of long straights and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and how do you find some of the tracks that are made, you know, that, that are the kind of fake tracks, but in the current group, like, you know, Maggiore, um, I'm not sure about Alsace, if it's obviously not sort an of official race track, maybe not, but, um, but how do you find the, those kind of tracks? Because some of them are quite good. Oh, I think they're, I think they're all good. The, the,
1: the fantasy tracks, I think, I'm probably... I don't think there's any of them in GT Sport that I don't like. Even Alsos, or Alsants, however you say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I know, nobody, knows. nobody <laughs> knows how to say it. Uh, I quite like that. Uh, I remember doing a Group 2 race in that track, uh, the reverse oh, yeah. uh, version of it, ages yeah. ago. And uh, surprisingly good fun. Surprisingly good fun.
0: It's all these off-camber uh, yeah. corners, isn't it, that get you? Especially when you go the normal way round. And if you're in road cars, they're horrible. It's horrible, horrible yeah. to drive that turn one and it just slides out even though when you hit the apex it's so hard to know when to kind of get on the gas nice and early to go up the hill it's a so, uh, definitely a weird track it's definitely a track you have to give a bit more uh, attention to to get used to it but once you get into the flow that actually feels pretty good aye aye that uh, well we've got some good questions here from uh Sorality. um what's womble leader's favorite c- uh camera view uh, and and uh, camera view and car to, uh, uh, from Serenity. What's your favourite camera view and car in GT Sport? Uh, I play on, well, I think it's called roof cam, but
1: I call it bonnet cam. Uh, I don't like, I, I like that one because you can see enough. I wish I could play in cockpit view, but uh, I think you're just at a disadvantage in cockpit
0: yeah, view. Uh, it? It, it does look nice, but yeah, it definitely yeah. restricts you an awful it's,
1: lot. It's why I quite like watching adventure racing streams because he drives in cockpit view and he's one of the few to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: and right. he's really quick in cockpit view as well. He we kind of a lot of people
0: say you can't be competitive in cockpit view, but he kind of makes a mockery of that. Yeah, no, he's very, very good actually. I yeah, had James on the show just before Christmas, yeah, yeah. and uh, he was excellent. Uh, you know, he's done done extremely well, and mm-hmm. that kind of covers our our next question from Gary Gilmore. Uh, which GT Sport YouTuber streams do you like to watch?
1: Oh, I think I've watched everybody. You know, I I still watch everybody at some point. Uh, but I, I like Tidjani. I think, uh, yeah. particularly Tidjani in FIA, because I think you learn a lot from Tidjani. Yeah, uh, he's got that the uh, the World Tour experience as well. You know, and he he gives you that little insight to things. Yeah, uh, yeah I think. Uh, but I, I watch everyone. I watch Key. I watch PX Cam. I watch James. Uh, I don't want to miss anybody out now. You know. Yeah, uh, but
0: I... <laughs> you don't watch me, you
1: know. <laughs> I know no, I was wa- I was watching you the other night, Hugh. So I was, I was watching you the Super
0: Formula, and you were thinking, uh, "Good
1: gracious, is awful." You know, you know. Another, <laughs> another, another Scottish streamer's dead ideal boy. I'm quite enjoyed watching his stuff at the moment. All oh, right,
0: oh, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to find out about yeah. him. That
1: a bit. He's. Um, uh, that yeah, as I, say, I I watched. You know, I'm. I don't want. As I say, I don't want to miss anyone out. You know, but. I've, <laughs>
0: you'd be forgiven for not watching our show <laughs> now, I night off well, I've, watched, I've watched quite I've watched a number of the interviews I have to say and the interviews uh, yeah. have certainly gone well the yeah yeah interesting
1: fun. interesting stuff
0: you never know how the game is going to go you hopefully go, kind of have an idea how the interview might go but the gaming is slightly different yeah. um, so we, have, we have good fun on both now I've seen this question um, said a couple of times or so I know NRT will be desperate to, to get an answer for this one if you choose a manufacturer um, which one would it be? Oh,
1: well, Citroën is in the past been my favorite manufacturer to drive for. Uh, I do like the Citroën cars uh-huh. uh, as a group three and group four combined. You know, I think that both cars are really competitive. Uh, I also like Jaguar, uh, and I think this season, when the new season starts, I think I'm going BMW. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it. Now, that, that the
0: Citroën's an interesting choice because i know a lot of people really struggle with the citroen um but uh, but no that's that's good to see that you can actually make use of that um and make that one work um, going around because it's i mean the, the, they are they aren't in there but you don't see them being raced so much no, 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 yeah. it's a lovely looking machine mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but, it, but it's not always it, it proves to be quite a hard car to drive so the fact you can get that one to be competitive is is pretty good but uh, no that's 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 good now, um, here we are. Uh, what is, let's see, I'll answer the next question
1: here. Um, what was your childhood dream car? That's from Surality. Oh, childhood dream car. Which yeah. is, uh, it's got to be the Ferrari F40, I suppose. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think, as a, a kid, that was the iconic car of my sort of childhood, was the Ferrari F40. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: they were they were kind of amazing
1: machines, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And I, and I did believe that there was only forty of them made. Uh, I think my brother told me that there was only forty of them made, so that's why I thought they were, I, don't, I think that's a myth. <laughs> <Isn't well>, that's <laughs>
0: it. Wasn't many, it didn't make very many of them. I don't think it was maybe. Well, it, it was, no. was it not? Or maybe was it nine hundred ninety nine? No, I don't even think it was that. Maybe I think it was four hundred. I think right. maybe they made I mean, either three hundred ninety nine, <clears> and then they ha- and they have to use one as a crash car. So it was something i'm sure when i it was on one of the old top gear videos when they had it um but uh, what i what i mean i mean that that period for cars was, was oh, yeah it's just um, it was insane
1: know.
0: but uh, and how about today if you could kind of buy any car uh, what would it be well
1: but sort of the car if i could buy any car today it i'd buy a gtr this and gtr All uh, right. Oh yeah i think they're just incredible machines and the sort of daft thing about that is i think it's achievable i think maybe one day i could actually buy one not a brand new one obviously but you know maybe one from 2005 or whenever they came out you know at some point (laughs) they're going to be maybe just about in my price range well we're getting minus finance
0: rates you never know they might pay you
1: that have one so it's going to be this way there's actually
0: a nissan garage just down the road from me that's always got two or three sitting outside Ah. it it was funny uh, that you say that because I, I was actually looking on Auto Trader. I love looking at Auto Trader just on anything pre reg and anything new to see what the discounts are because I think it's quite a good time to buy a car just now. Um, and as uh, the, the kind of dealers are trying to recover. Um, but there was one, a new one for £82,000 um, and it should have been about 89 So it's are obviously giving a bit of money off. Yeah, uh, but we'll it's maybe something, get two of the ones. And one of my, my, my co hosts and good friend, Jonathan has reminded me that when I was a bit younger, um, I used to have the picture of a Hyundai accent on my wall. Um, but he's saying I don't mention that much. But uh, that was when I was really into cars and feet. Mm-hmm. So uh, int- interesting choice. Myself. Yeah, I know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a good kind of psychiatrist, I think, to help me recover <laughs> from, that, from that one. You know? But, uh, I know it's quite a thing, but what people who are watching um, probably won't know is that is that uh, you, Stuart, are a, a big Formula One fan. Um, I know you said a little bit about it earlier on, but you would be watching Formula 1 at a very similar time to me. Um, but you had an amazing experience in 2011 at the mm-hmm. Italian Grand Prix. Now tell our viewers what that was like. Well, uh, pretty pretty incredible. Uh,
1: so Alonso actually came third on that race, so driving for Ferrari at the time. Uh, so up on the podium, uh, we were on the, the track right underneath the podium to serve you. and amongst all the with the flags and stuff, everybody going bananas. Nobody cared who came first or second. It <laughs> just it was Alonso was on the podium, so uh, yeah, pretty pretty amazing experience to to be it in looked, that position. Uh, you, if you've seen like it, on the, if you've seen it on the telly, it's even more crazy. And amongst yeah. it, I mean, is it is at the telly. Well, they yeah. have
0: when they come onto the track at the end, don't they? They have that huge flag that kind of covers yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. whole track. Um, and that looks amazing yeah. uh, when they when they have that. But uh, oh no, that must have been quite an experience. I mean, was it, was everyone just cheering and shouting out the Italian national anthem? Or what oh they... yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, it
1: didn't matter. It didn't matter what colours, uh, or teams colours that people had on. Everybody was just giving it the old, duh, 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 you
0: know. Just <laughs> uh, naturally start doing it. So
1: yeah. It's
0: Oh, that's fantastic!
1: Now we've yeah, got, it was it was a great great race as well. I think I was, as I said to you earlier on, it was that uh, that race where Schumacher and Hamilton had the battle for eight yeah. or nine laps, swapping positions and racing on the limit, maybe slightly over the limit at times. But it was, uh, <laughs> I yeah, know, it was a... I know that's the thing,
0: isn't it? But the was day, wasn't it? It was a, glorious was oh, it was, was, like, was um, endlessly hot. <laughs> yeah, I always remember watching. I think it was back in ninety two or ninety three. Um, when it was when Mansell I think it was 92 when Mansell was driving and they always in the old BBC intros you know they'd have uh, Murray Walker would start and he was he was standing on the grid um, and he said here we are at Monza um, where Grand Prix history literally oozes from the tarmac you know and he, just, <laughs> he could come up with it all and he, and, he, and he could list all the famous drivers that had raced there uh, and all that kind of thing so it's an, an amazing place in fact Jonathan went there um, uh, last year to watch the race because he couldn't actually get inside but he was he was in uh, that he went outside the park and he got right up to the gates and that was as close as he could get um, oh, and, monza, monza. Yeah, and that was at monza last year yeah, for the time yeah. grand prix but yeah. um the helicopters were actually louder than the cars because we could hear the helicopter and we could barely <laughs> hear the cars um, yeah. but uh, he's saying he still wants his expenses for that trip from me but it'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> have to wait a long time um, before he gets that one but um he says what's ones like
1: inside the fence because he never quite managed nah. to get it. <laughs> it's a it's a great one if you're going to pick a race to go to, uh, it's definitely one I'd recommend because uh you really good access, you can walk around the whole track and stuff. Mm. Uh, and it's just outside. You can you fly into Milan uh, and you get a, a train to within about a mile, mile and a half of the circuit and you walk up to it. It's very easy wow. to get to. So definitely uh, if you're if you're fighting to go to a Grand Prix,
0: it's what I would recommend. Yeah, yeah, no, it does seem to be pretty good going. Now, here's a question back on sim racing um, from Drew. um, uh, What's more important, raw speed or racecraft?
1: I'm not sure one's more important than the other, but I think you need both. Mm -hmm. Uh, Racecraft and consistency, I think will stand you in pretty good stead. Uh, But you need a bit of speed to go with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So I used to love doing time trial but then I always realize as well that if I don't practice on my racecraft as well and yet racing etiquette, you know, you, you 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 you'll go down, isn't it? You can have a very good yeah. time, trial time, but then you're nowhere in the race because you can't you can't keep up with the traffic kind of thing, isn't it? You've got to be able to to manage that well. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. so no, that's a good one. And Gary Gilmore has asked <clears throat> with the um the PS Five and GT Seven, do you think um, gaming YouTubers will have an infl- a new influx of fans?
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, given how much people want the PS5 at the moment and the fact you can't get one, there's, uh, yeah. there's a huge demand for it. So I think uh, yeah. it's a long time since we've had a new Grand Turismo game as well. So I can imagine the sales are going to be phenomenal once it eventually gets here. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. and I,
1: yeah, so I guess that will bring a lot of new people into the fold.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say as well, because obviously other games that you've tried playing, like I said, of course, uh, um, would you ever like playing like a, a, a touring car game? Because I think there's rumours there's going to be a, a BTCC game coming out. Yeah, um, yep, this, definitely. Because um, I think that's got, we've, you know, we've got a good history of, of uh, touring cars in, in Britain. Um, and uh, some great Scottish drivers like John Cleland and many others. Um, of course, he was, he's a double board champion. I was looking at his history today. Um, so, you know, I think the, the old Toka Touring Cars was a great game. I don't know if you ever played that. Yeah, Again. i was just,
1: just do the words out of my mouth. I was going to say I did play the Toka Touring Car games and uh, they were really good as well. I, I, not, the not, If I remember rightly, it was really very simulation, very hardcore one of them. It was oh, really yeah. difficult.
0: I, you heard every crunch and all the, yeah. the, the travel and mm-hmm. the wheel arches, all the stuff, was it was pretty good and it, it was a hard game to play. You couldn't mm-hmm. really get away with much it. It and was, it was pretty good. To, yeah. I We've got a quick question, actually, from uh, uh, from Jonathan saying, when you were watching the Grand Prix, where did you actually watch it from?
1: Yeah, In- I was at the Ascari chicane. Uh, as- so just at just the entry to Ascari.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, that's a hugely fast section. Yeah. yeah. come off that straight, isn't it? And then they seem to take so much speed into the left-hander and hold the curves on the right and off they go, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, uh, they, they would have, um, at that time... They not have the the overrun on the exhaust, didn't they? They had those funny. Oh, exhaust, the blown,
1: the blown diffusers,
0: yeah. And so they made that incredible sound when they came off yeah. the gas. And, and yeah, they they, uh, yeah, it was. I think that's the time I, I very much miss. It. I think it was a, a a great period for Formula One. And so the V10 engines were amazing when mm. they used to go past. I like think the Ferrari 2004 car it was exceptional. Also the Williams, Renault was it was a was a great engine in that as well. Um, but uh, but no, that's quite a thing. But yeah, so it's it's it is quite. A thing. So keep your questions coming to everyone in the chat, um, so we can keep Wombo later busy um, with all these sim racing questions. If you were if you were um, going to do touring cars, what kind of car do you think you would like to drive in that? Or what what season or era would you choose? Oh, I, I can I've not watched it any time recently,
1: uh, so. I probably, I probably
0: really can't answer that. I probably I don't have the knowledge, I don't think, to really answer that properly. I think I quite like the Alfa Romeo it was the of Tarcuni in 94, the 155, um, <laughs> where he did, his, he did his big role at Knock Hill. He had a kind of double role down there. And, and also the Cavaliers. Cavaliers, the Volvo estates and all sorts of stuff. That yeah. had. Who, was then,
1: who was the German driver that drove for Audi? Oh, oh. Was it Winkle? No, it wasn't Winklehawk. It was a grey Audi. You used yeah. to drive, and they were wedding because used to was. I'm sure they had to put ballast in the car or something to.
0: They had four-wheel drive, didn't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. They had um. Was four... it was it Miller? Was it was it Muller? Van Muller. was it Van Muller? It may have been. I know he went for he went to Renault as well for a while. Um, but no, yeah, no, I yeah, think it was maybe Van Muller, Um, because they had the Audis and they were always very good in the wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very good in the wet. Right. Yeah. That's the era I would
1: pick because I would know I would know some of the drivers and cars.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was. all saying in the chat. yeah. Miller and the Volvo's. Um, they were the ones. Um, NRT Vegas is definitely a fan of that game because he's he's answered all the questions there ah, about the drivers well, and the cars. Um, nice to see but, Vegas there. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I love all these chat names. Just uh, trying to read them and hopefully made them sound correct in terms of how you spell <laughs> them <laughs> and pronounce them. Um, yeah. Is, is is the thing and sorality has said that 1998 was the best time for formula one because that's when hacking and one wasn't it that's when he got his, was, yeah. uh, his first world title and um, it was it was certainly uh, a pretty good one and so said ridge racer it's still a racing sim from the old school favorites i remember ridge racer wasn't it that was good it was quite a, a big arcade game oh it was you know, very got, arcade, that was, <laughs> uh, arcade it? that was that was the thing you used to get you turn the wheel on yeah
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. You never, like, you never knew what the back of the car looked like in Red Racer because you were going sideways
0: the whole time. Aye, and then just say time extension, and then that <laughs> would be it. Wouldn't it? <laughs> that's yeah. the thing, and then your, your money was up. Yeah. Then, I, I, was, um, I was rubbish at it. And all that's the thing. Well, we've covered a fair amount in the forty. In fact, nearly fifty minutes that we've been going so far. Um, but uh, in terms of, of summing up for things like Gran Turismo Sport, and um, what what would be your kind of goals for this year? Um, and your plans to kind of take your channel and your sim career forward? Oh, goals for...
1: Just to keep doing what I'm doing on Grand Thursville Sport. It's working for me. Uh, ah. My last live stream there, I actually like my highest DR ever on any account. So wow. uh, so just keep keep doing what I'm doing. I still just enjoy. I enjoy just going on and playing four or five races and just... What I, liked, I I'd like, I prefer to have a clean race and know yeah. that I've driven correctly the whole race rather than the result. That's tends to be more important than the result. That I, I And you know, yeah, come to really, come I- the end of the race and go, I didn't make any silly moves. I didn't have any crashes. I was consistent.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: And that That's the satisfaction I get from the game.
0: Yeah. And yeah. one quick question as well. How do you, I mean, we did talk about Momos briefly earlier, but if you're in a race, because, I mean, that's a nice strategy to take to try and avoid accidents, but when you have a, a, a lobby that's full of very, very aggressive drivers, how do you deal with that? Because you don't really want to be jumping out of the way, but at the same time, you don't want to be getting in contact with
1: them. Uh, if somebody wants to come through and they're that desperate to get through, then I will get out the way. Uh, mm. You know, I would not lay out the red carpet for them. And, uh, I would not just kind of pull aside and go, right, on you go. But if they get a run on me into a corner and I'm fairly certain they're going to go for it i'll just i'll give them the space to to make the move uh, yeah, yeah if, that, if that's to be some drivers want to drive that's to be they want to drive and because
0: uh, it, it does seem like it's quite there can be times when that's the lobby that you get into isn't it and i mean sometimes it's like at dragon trail you'll get that coming down the hill the back kind of yeah. hill coming into that kind of sharp right um and then they always trying to outbreak it and it's so easy like to outbreak yourself into that but if they're alongside but if you can sometimes break a little bit earlier, isn't it? And then you can tend to do the cutback because yeah. a lot of people get dragged into the wall. Uh, but you do find that there can just be bad lobbies where everybody's trying to push you aside and and uh, kind of make yeah. Vince of you, isn't it? And it, it
1: can be. I I, I, I call it the two tent syndrome. There's a lot of drivers who, if they're two tents behind you, that's their that's a green light to go for a move. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I call it the two temps syndrome. You know, always oh, two temps, but you well, that driver's two temps. I bet they're going to go for the move. And yeah, uh, Aye. So.
0: Um, it's, it's funny, I, isn't it?
1: But I think, yeah, I think moments in that, you know, th- sometimes you remember the bad moments and forget all about the good stuff. And you're yeah. like, you know, and I think kind of bad driving. I think I've, I've seen a lot more examples of good driving and good racecraft and good battles that I've had uh, bad experiences. So. Oh, that's good.
0: No, that, is, that is good to know, isn't it? So just,
1: you know, if you have a bad, a dirty driver does something to you, you get a bad move made on you, then you, you just brush it off and go on to the next one. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, look, it's been amazing to have you on the show tonight. Um, and we've, you've answered lots and lots of questions. And we've had some great questions as well from our chat. So thanks to everyone who's been watching as well. And just to quickly recap that tomorrow we've got Mike Rogers Racing and that will be at nine o'clock as well on the channel and on friday we've got riley phillips um at nine o'clock as well who is a current champion and also a real racing driver but um to finish off with tonight uh, uh stuart what would be your top tips for getting your times down and being fast on gg sport no i don't think i'm the right person to make you a faster driver uh, but
1: in terms of i could maybe make you a I can maybe help you get better results through racecraft and stuff. Oh. Uh, but that that maybe be the thing I would. I think maybe people concentrate too much on trying to drive faster all the time, rather than drive smarter. Try and drive smarter rather than faster. That's a good idea, actually.
0: Yeah, no, definitely top top advice there. So rather than faster, drive smarter. That uh, oh, of course now Nielinski always has a question, and I always tell him he's going to have to write this question down because I can never <laughs> remember it. Uh, when you have two young children, your day is just too long to remember, to be able to remember this question. But to give you an idea, it's to do with ducks. So, why? Yes, I, I, I think
1: I know the question. I think I've heard it before.
0: You remember? <laughs> <laughs> that would be which would you rather fight, a single horse sized duck or 100 duck sized horses?
1: Yeah, I would take on the horse sized duck. Uh,
0: that's pretty because
1: good. Because at the end of the day, it's still just a duck, and I'm not scared of uh, ducks. Exactly. You've got your twelve <laughs> bore.
0: <laughs> That's it, you know. You only need one bullet rather than a hundred bullets. <laughs> and then you can fight there and barbecue it later on, Hey, eh? That's the one. So you feed
1: yourself for the year.
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's been great to have you on the show. Stay on the line as we as we close everything up. But to everyone who's been watching. Thank you very, very much for joining in. I know a few of you just joined in the last few minutes, uh, but it's been great to see you all. And thanks very much for your questions. And hopefully you'll join us tomorrow and Friday. But we've got our crazy lines on this show. It is, of course, drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you'll win the race at the first corner. But uh, thanks very much to Womble Leader. It's been great to have you on the show. And to everyone watching, take care. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Bye just now.